Ben. What is it now, Matthew? I'm sick and tired of making the bed every morning. One of you two needs to do it. But it's your bed. Yes, technically I bought it, but we all sleep in it. Maybe we should have our own beds. No, I get scared. And I get chilly. And I get lonely, exactly. It'll be crazy not to sleep in the same bed. Yep, there's nothing sadder than a 34-year-old virgin sleeping alone. And there's nothing happier than three of them sleeping together. Hooray! Right, well... If you want to keep our little arrangement up, then one of you needs to start making the bed. Well, it's not going to be me. I couldn't give a sheet. And it's not going to be me. I've just shit myself. That's not a pun. No, but it's true. Well, there's only one way to settle this. We're going to have to have a... Flash Says another head hangs lowly, child is slowly taken, and the violence causes silence. Who are we mistaken? But you see, it's not me, it's not my family. Make your bed, make your bed, they are fighting with their tanks and their bombs and their bombs and their pillowcases. Make your bed, make your bed, they are crying. Oh, make your bed, make your bed. Duvet, duvet, duvet. why BBC Three is not interested in this show. <laughs> Riffs on the cranberries, anyone? That's one of the reasons. <laughs> one of the many. So, Ben, why do you shake your head when I say make your bed? Well, here's the other reason. <laughs> Cover that. Uh, well, I'm not going to make the bed. I'm pretty bitter about the whole thing, actually, because I had a TV show that I pitched about it, but it got ripped off, right? Because I've written the show and it was about this home economics teacher. Oh, I. That um, <laughs> finds out he's got a terminal illness. Oh, yeah. So, <laughs> to earn money, oh, yeah, for his medical bills, he becomes a maid at a hotel oh, yeah. and uh, does the linen. It was called Making Bed. <laughs> oh, my God. One dude applauding, the most sarcastic <laughs> applause I've ever heard. <laughs> I think, but also it started as normal applause, then he realised no one else was joining him, so he's like, ah, actually, I didn't enjoy it. Style it out. And that man was me. <laughs> <laughs> Tom, why do you wilt at the sight of a quilt? Oh my God, it's a terrible story. It's a terrible story, guys. I went to the Kaiser Chiefs in concert and I got into an argument with my friend. I was watching them. I said, the thing about the Kaiser Chiefs is they all sleep under a bedspread with a picture of that very tall woman, Hillary, from Dragon's Den on it, right? He said, no, they don't. I said, they do. They sleep with a picture of that tall woman, Hillary, from the Dragon's Den on it. 
And he said, well, ask someone else. Let's settle this argument. Next to me was this American crooner who sings brilliant songs at Christmas time, Michael. I said, it's all right, I'll ask Michael. So I said, Michael, Michael, can you settle this argument for him? And I asked him the question and he punched me in the face. Do you want to know how it sounded? Buble, do they do they do they? Oh! <laughs> Buble, do they do they do they? Oh! That is the sarcastic clap we were waiting for, thank you. I mean, it's not, it's not bad. It's not good. <laughs> if you give it a bit of time, it's actually pretty brilliant. I think Nish has just cracked Tom's code of when he says it's not bad, he means it is bad. That's his... <laughs> you need to do it. Boobly do they do they do they? Boobly do they do they? I think we found the reason why he didn't do it. I did a, a, a Michael Bublé pun was my least ever successful tweet that I had the highest hopes for. <laughs> what was it? What was it? What was it? Guess who's supporting Michael Bublé on tour this year? Michael Braley. <laughs> <laughs> did you delete it? Is that still up? Because that's going to get a little heart shape from me. It really is. Well, no, I didn't. I, I tweeted it again the next day in case people had missed it. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, obviously, we, you, we, we've already heard from them, but you can't make a bed on your own. You need someone to hold the other end of the fitted sheet while you argue over whether or not you bought the right size. So, Tom, who have you brought along with you this week? Well, ladies and gentlemen, there is a crisis at the Jamboree. Oh, no. Oh, dear. Yeah. We had to sack Jeremy Clarkson. <laughs> because he tried to beat up uh, someone. Uh, with a car. What I like. Um, <laughs> anyway, try to beat I mean, with a car. Very topical, this podcast. This is going to go in about November 2016. Yeah, yeah, about, about anyway. Then, yeah, yeah. It's, it's left the jamboree sadly lacking in banter. Oh, dear. Yeah. So I had to go out and find the best banter out there. Who's the guy who can bring the bants when we're up against it? <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, it's Mr. John Robbins! <laughs> John, thank you so much for coming on the show. Uh, what kind of a flatmate are you? Uh, being honest, I would say, with me, you get a double-edged coin. Okay, is that the expression? <laughs> He's generous. Generous. It's, it's... I thought it was a two-sided coin and a double-edged sword. No, it's a double-edged coin. Do you sharpen coins and then throw them at your flatmates? Have you, have you not been to prison? <laughs> you need to carry a shiv. This pound coin will have to do. <laughs> so you sharpen one edge yeah. and not the other, and you put them between your fists, and then you're like sort of a makeshift wolverine. <laughs> but for as little as 50 pence. <laughs> 50p is probably the best coin to go for, isn't it? Well, or, or five tens, I was thinking, because otherwise it's £2.50 outlay, which in, prison, which in prison is a month's wages. <laughs> or a hand job. <laughs> um, so, on the smooth edge of the coin, I, in most of the flats I've shared in, and I lived in shared flats for about eight years, I sort of took over the admin roles Bills. Oh, you're one of them. I'm Billy Folders. Yes. <laughs> That's what they call me. I've got lots of different folders. And I'll work out what everyone has to their direct debits into my account, the bills and go out of my account. And I dare say, if I've rounded up the payments, I may be left with a princely £3.25 a month profit for my 
troubles, or once in a flat in Bristol where I was really skinned about 50 quid. Oh, no! Oh, no! So, so, so on the one hand, you're really organised, on the other hand, you steal. Yeah. That's kind of the, that's the double-edged coin we're talking about. Yeah. Well, well it is. You end up in prison shipping, but... So the second, that does lead me on to the other edge of the coin, I do steal <laughs> alcohol if I'm late home at night and my stocks have run dry. So I, I do have a very laissez-faire attitude to property if it's food and booze mainly. And money. And money. And money. <laughs> <laughs> the big three. <laughs> So, Clarkie, who have you brought along with you this week? I have brought along uh, my my band member, the wonderful Mr. Nish Kumar. Oh. Thank you so much for coming on the show. Uh, what kind of a flatmate are you? Well, Matthew, I'm uh, very much two sides of the same sword. <laughs> up on the fact that a sword has two sides. <laughs> well, I mean, we could do it now if you like. <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll do it. Hey, oh, hey, Nish, you piece of shit. Whoa! Oh, I'll yeah. tell you, I'll tell you. What? Yeah! Every sword has got two sides, Nish, or it wouldn't be a sword. <laughs> It'd be a foil. <laughs> yes! It would be a foil! Ha 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 you idiot. <laughs> Parry was such a sword connoisseur. Yeah. My name's Parry, mate. <laughs> for the, uh, the listener at home, <laughs> the tops are off. The tops are off. I normally, I normally lose control of the show uh, around round three, but this week, very, very early doors for losing control of the show. We've got a near-naked Parry. <laughs> That was better than a £2.50 handjob. <laughs> so, we've heard our contestants' bedtime stories. It's time to play round one. Yes. about that is Tom is actually 10 years older than Ben. (laughs) 
No wonder you pissed the bed. Um, so round one is called uh, The Princess and the Peas. Uh, I'll be giving each contestant a series of words and phrases in which each word begins with P. For example, uh, Parry's puny penis. They have one minute to describe oh. what... What? You could have used the word pubescent. Oh, that's even worse! <laughs> Putrid, from what I'm getting. <laughs> Palpable! <laughs> Predatory! Pretty! Pretty! Pretty predatory. Alright, Parry's. Parry's pretty penis, if you prefer. Perfect. <laughs> they have one minute to describe these to their partner without using any of the words from the phrase itself. Okay, is this, is however. It all, it's all about my penis. No, it's not about the penis. <laughs> Although there is a twist is, in the game and in your penis. And the It's not a twist, it's a kink. <laughs> Either way, it hits the spot perfectly for me. Um, <laughs> the contestants giving the answers must do so whilst impersonating a famous princess, okay? So, Nish, here are your P words. You have, you? you have one minute to get Clarky to guess as many as possible, and you're going to be uh, impersonating Princess Anastasia of Russia, okay? Oh, this is about to get very P racist. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so there are your P words. Uh, your minute begins now. Yeah, this is the uh, thing that uh, chips It's not supposed to be two pack. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so I'll, I'll start the timer again, I guess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll give me time to get into character, yeah, Nish. Okay, but, uh, okay, off you go. Your minute starts now. Uh, yes, no, this is a very nice thing that you use to make chips. You make chips out of it. Yes, very good. If you are having a celebration, you get a little plastic thing and you pull the string and some more string comes Party out. Popper. He is very good. <laughs> this is a man who made the rule about the triangles. Pythagoras. Yes, and the second name is a small dog. Poodle. No. Pythagoras. No, a young dog. Puppy. But yes, Pythagoras' puppy. What the fuck is this shit? <laughs> what the fuck came up? It's not even a fucking head. Oh, Jesus Christ. Uh, the second word, you, there's a... Shrove Tuesday is the day for it. Yeah, okay. Yeah, and the first word is if you have uh, ingested a toxin, you infect... Uh, po poison pancakes. Yes. What the fuck? How did you know that? That's fucking mental. <laughs> Uh, Four in seconds. Inspector Clouseau was in these films. Poirot. No! Oh! <laughs> we were, of course, looking for Pink Panther's prank pickles there. So, uh, you got four points there. Four, four points to Nish. Do you get any extra points for accents? You know what? I'm going to give him... Deductor points. I'm going to give him a no. I think out of five, I'm, uh, that was very good. Uh, I'm Thank give you. <laughs> you can, if you can hold it for the entire show, no, uh, I'm going to give you two points for that. Uh, so that was uh, that was very very good stuff there from Nish. John, we're throwing it over to you. You are Mary Crown Princess of Denmark, and your and your minute starts now. Oh, mama! Oh, you gon' roast this up with some potatoes as the trimmings for a Christmas dinner? Mm. Parsnips? Yeah, brother. Fatshaw, that it? You use this to make the first ever Bible. Paper. Lord, no. The thing you use to put the ink on the Bible. Press. A printing yeah, press. Correct. Someone who's at the top of the charts might be known as a... Prince. Or a... Pop star. Correct. And what they wearing if they take up the trousers like some crazy pants. fool. Correct. Pop star's pants. Pop John, star's it's pants. going a bit Bill Cosby. <laughs> 
that's not the first time he's heard that. <laughs> I spilled over my can of colouring juice. <laughs> That I used to colour the wall. Paint. Correct. That's your time, I'm afraid. That is your time. We're, of course, looking for a puddle of purple paint, but three points there. And I don't know if you know, that was absolutely uncanny as an impersonation. Four extra points, seven points to John. Uh, Tom, these are yours. It's going to be a Disney princess uh, this time you're going to be impersonating, but I think we'll throw it open to Clarky. Clarky, which Disney princess would you like Tom to impersonate? Uh, Elsa. Princess, Princess Elsa from Frozen. from Frozen. Is she the psycho one or the pretty one? What? Wait, hang on a second. They're both cartoons, mate. These uh, aren't the pretty yeah, ones. Yeah, 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 what, yeah, mate? Yeah. They're both fit. <laughs> yeah, but one's scary fit, right? What, what do you mean scary fit? Like She can freeze your knob! <laughs> well, that would get rid of some of the warts. <laughs> <laughs> it would be very useful. So, uh, Elsa is the one who sings Let It Go. So, oh, really? Yes. Okay, your minute begins now. I am a very pretty poodle. Oh, no, it's poodle. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Which, it also was wasn't the tune to Let It Go either, mate. Everything about that was terrible. If someone had walked in as you said that, they would have been absolutely petrified. Just Five men on stage, two of them with no shirts on, one of them has just said, I'm a very pretty poodle. And an audience, a paying audience does not know what the fuck is going on. I'm gonna start okay. it again. I'm gonna start it again. Your minute starts now. Poodle! I am the car that the big church guy drives. Popemobile. Yes. I am an artist who draws weird Pollock. things. Jackson Pollock. Surreal Picasso. kind of things. And I'm a nut that he's eating that's like a little Pistachio. green vegetable. Pistachio. No, no. It's got to be. A like green... Snoopy would like me. Cashew nut. Snoopy! <laughs> Peanuts! Yes! They're not green. I am some sick in a glass that is quite Puke. big. That you Pint of puke. Yes. I am Spider-Man's, it's like an orange, but it's weird. So when I'm not Spider-Man, I'm a Peter normal Parker. human being. And I've got, it's not an orange, it's like, it's got lots of seeds in it. It's it nothing like letting go. Papaya. No, it's round and it's orange and it's like a little orange. <laughs> a let it go, let it go. It's got lots of seeds in it. Oh, Australians would like it because they call English Papaya people something again. like this. Poms. So it's a bit like that, and also... Pomme de terre. No, no. <laughs> pomegranate. That's your yeah! time, I'm afraid. Well, that... Pomegranate. Peter Parker's pomegranate. Oh, well. Man. The tune never bothered him anyway. <laughs> <laughs> um, how many did you get there, uh, Tom? One, two, three, four. Wait. Seventeen. No, give it. <laughs> four. four. We got four. You got four answers there, and that was a fantastic rendition Thank you. of Let It Go. Thank you. Uh, I'm going to give you half a point there. <laughs> Four and a half points there to Tom! So, Ben, here are your peas. Uh, again, we're going to go with the Disney princess. Tom, would you like to pick a Disney princess for yeah. Ben? I'd like to go for Poncahontas, please. Poncahontas! <laughs> wow! She sings, it's like the happy shopper version she, of uh, Poncahontas. <laughs> she sings, does she sing Colours of the Wind? Is that the song she sings? Poncahontas, Colours of the Wind. I mean, bear in mind his version of Let It Go. You know, just, if you hit one note, it'll be, uh, it'll be enough. And bear in mind that he just called her Ponky Hotis. So I'm not 100% sure he's a stickler for authenticity. <laughs> Your time starts now. 
It is an Italian round treat. Pizza. Yeah. <laughs> you look at it online a lot. Pornography. Yeah. If you're in Pizza Express, they come round and ask you if you want it on your pizza. Poo. <laughs> Parmesan. Parmesan. No. Uh, or on other dishes in other restaurants. Parmesan? It is parmesan. 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 No, they wouldn't, they wouldn't ask you to put Parmesan on a pizza, man. In Pizza Express? Yeah, they never... Stop the clock. No. <laughs> oh, let's talk about it, guys. Let's talk about it. Let's break it down. I mean, it unless it's chili oil, I don't know what the fuck it is, all right? When have they ever... Not... If you have a pasta dish, yeah. Pepper. There you go. <laughs> And this is a trend where everyone started going nuts for a uh, picky treat uh, that has been tugged. That's your pulled pork. We can just about allow it. Yes. Oh, oh what are rules to you? Just so many nickels and dimes that yeah, you... Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've sharpened. I'm going to ship you with my... <laughs> um, so that was three points, and it was actually not far off the tune occasionally, so I think we're going to give you three points as well. Six points to Clarky! Yay! So, at the end of that round, producer Ben, what are the scores? The scores are exciting. Uh, Tom and John. <laughs> Remember, up at the end. <laughs> this podcast is good. The scores are Tom and John have 11 and a half. Ben and Nish have 13. Hooray! So Ben and Nish that's are not exciting. Winners. That's bullshit. Yeah, ben that's and Nish were our winners, but neither team have made their bets, nor can they lie in it. That's everything to play for as we snooze into round two. It's flat games. Yay! Let's play together. Games. Let's play forever. Roll the dice, spin that thing, put that there. Do as you're told. Games. If you lose, you get nothing. Games. If you win, you get gold. of a cultural phenomenon. <laughs> this week we're playing our version of popular US games Joe Jeopardy, which we are calling Jeopardy. <laughs> no, we're calling it Hypothetical Jeopardy. Here's how we play it. I give each player an answer to a question and they have to tell me the question. However, unlike actual Jeopardy, I don't have any particular question in mind. So we'll be awarding points for the ones that I like the best, okay? So I'm going to start with Tom. We'll go across the line to Ben. Tom, so the first answer is... Right. But it's definitely right, because it's the answer. <laughs> uh, the first answer is a loaf of bread. A loaf of bread? What's the question? Um, the question is, what's the best thing you can do with a large packet of crisps where you rip it in half, pull out the middle, then put the crisps in it, squish it up and eat it like it's a wicked thing? <laughs> like an MC Escher puzzle. <laughs> <laughs> they used to do it at my school. You'd oh, ho see. hollow out a baguette out. and fill it with Doritos. Many of them didn't pass their GCSEs. <laughs> <laughs> well, John, talk us through it. What's the actual question for loaf of bread? What's the best thing before sliced bread? <laughs> What did Nish Kumar once find a three-year-old iteration of behind his sofa when he moved house and it had gone real mouldy? <laughs> True story, guys. Full loaf of bread. <laughs> it was disgusting. <laughs> uh, Clarky, the answer's a loaf of bread. What's the question we're looking for? In 
2010, what did Ben leave behind Nish Kumar's <laughs> sofa? <laughs> A double whammy! Oh. That's what you're getting from this team. I set him up, he knocks him down. Bread! <laughs> Has Princess Anastasia just walked in? <laughs> Well, that was fantastic work from Clarkie. I'm going to give you one point. I'm going to give John two points. We're going to start with John this time. The answer is, why the long face? What's the question? Oh. Not why the long pause. Oh. I'm nearly there. I'm nearly there. Okay, could you also answer the question? Yes. <laughs> This, this is based on a true experience of mine. Lovely. What's the last thing you should say to someone who walks into a gig late and turns around to reveal that they have a severe case of neurofibromatosis? <laughs> Ouchie. I'm not so bothered about winning those points, are you, John? Um... Buddy, I can't believe you stole mine. <laughs> <laughs> Everything to play for, Nish Kumar. Uh... <laughs> I can't wait to hear the thing that I say when I say and now it didn't come out. I thought that was motivating. Did just you try and trick yourself into being funny? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, and now the thing I'm gonna say. <laughs> no, it didn't work. Okay. Uh, what did? What? What did? What did? What did? What did? I mean, it's too. It's too early in the show to be having this full of breakdown, mate. <laughs> Nish is going to lay an egg in a second if someone doesn't stop him. I'm afraid I'm going to have to accept that as an answer, Nish. <laughs> Two points. Clarky, Clarky, over to you. Um, uh, how about, uh, stop pulling on my chin! Stop so far, that actually chin. is the best thing we've had. Doesn't make You're sense. You're making his face. What? You're making his face long. But why is he no, saying no, that? The question is. Yeah. Why are you pulling on my? Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, stop why pulling on my face. That's not a question. And you say BBC Three don't want no. the show. So me. So what? So I want it. So the question is, stop pulling on my face. Yeah. And the answer the question is, why is the long face? <laughs> <laughs> is this like the writers' room for bad adults? Stop pulling on. God, I mean, this is. If, exactly if only, right. if only we'd put this much thought into it. <laughs> Now, Tom. A uh, uh, horse walks into a bar and the barman says, Fucking hell! Shoots the horse. Yeah. Blood goes all over him and he's upset. <laughs> and he goes out the back and he has a smoke and he's like, I just fucking killed a horse. He goes home and his girlfriend's there and she's like, Well, well what does she say to him? Jesus, why the long face? Yeah, well, that's, he doesn't say that because that's the That's answer. right. It's also the best answer. Five points. Okay, now it's Nish's turn to start. The answer is red and yellow. What <laughs> I'm afraid it has to be a new question. I cannot accept the previous answer as much as we enjoyed it. What is the... Colour. Yes. Oh. 
I mean, just say like a red thing and a yellow thing, just to kind of <laughs> a move the A red game. thing and a yellow Lovely. thing. Lovely, OK, great. Um, uh, Clarky. Uh, what, what is the yellow pages? Oh! oh very nice. Very nice. <laughs> I mean, I can't help but feel that she's getting a little bit Club 18 to 30 holiday. I'm not taking my top off. Okay. Oh, God. I'm doing Izzy's podcast after this. I better put my top back on. <laughs> oh, the things we do for love. Uh, uh, Tom Parry, red and yellow. Red and yellow. I've... Oh, I've used sandpaper instead of toilet oh, paper. Oh, oh no! Where's the yellow coming from? <laughs> Sun, sandpaper's oh, yellow. I, oh, isn't I it? get you right. Okay, fair enough. Yeah. John, I mean, come on. John, what's your answer? Or question even. Tragically, <laughs> what was the colour of Pat Sharp's coffin? <laughs> I think that's better than they gave me credit for. I, I'm going to give a point to you. I'm going to give two points to Tom, but I'm going to give five points to Clarky there. Well done. <laughs> Finally, Clarky, we're starting with you. Nothing finished, obviously. Um, Clarky, we're starting with you. The answer is Christmas Day. <laughs> what is the day oh, that no. happens on December 25th? Harder than it looks, that yeah, technique. Yeah, that technique is not paid off. <laughs> Harder than a lesson from history, Thomas Parry. The day of the guiltiest wank. <laughs> it is, isn't yeah. it? No, no, it is. Two words, 9-11. <laughs> oh my god, this show has gone. We're not gonna put this one out, are we? This is one we just don't put out. John. <laughs> you haven't got. To, you don't know what I'm going to say. Are you say. talking to yourself? Because <laughs> that's true. You don't know what you're going to say. Okay, okay. It's good to see the process, isn't it? <laughs> it's like ComCom pod. <laughs> but John, are you happy? <laughs> so, this is John. And uh, what do you earn? What do you earn? <laughs> What was the answer again? Christmas Day. <laughs> okay. Here we go. Career-wise, what does Stuart Goldsmith call it when Mark Maron replies to his at message? <laughs> <laughs> and the award for nichest answer goes to... Nish. Well, it should be <laughs> nichest answer. <laughs> <laughs> Robbins looks like if he could put his shirt back on and then take yeah. it off again. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> If I had a knife, I'd yeah. cut my skin yeah. off. <laughs> a lot of people say that after coming on the show. We had to physically disarm Rufus Hound. <laughs> <laughs> so, Nish, what have you got for us? Oh, what is the, uh, what is the Christian festivity that I refer to as Honky Diwali? <laughs> bad version of that Pink Floyd poster. <laughs> so it tops off all round, and I think for that I'm definitely going to give uh, Nish a cool five points for that. Come on! 
I literally can't remember what the other answers were. So at the end of that round, how many points do people have? Ben Walker, our producer. This is uh, bloody exciting, this is, because <laughs> Tom and John are 21 and a half, Ben and Nish are 22. Oh! That is how we play. Well, our bed is unmade and so are our minds, but that's all going to change as we play Beef Brothers! Well, if you've got a problem, I'm calling a problem. If you've got a problem, call it a beef. If you've got a beef, beef. maybe we can help you. Beef Brothers sorting out your beef. Yes, it's Beef Brothers, where each week we ask our panellists to sort out a flat share-based beef. And this one comes from Steph, who is in the audience today. She says, my boyfriend sweats so much that I wake up wet in the night. Okay. All right, all right. Sexy. There, there had to be a better way of phrasing it than that. Nothing sexier than a sweaty man. So Tom and John, you are on the side of uh, Steph. Ben and Nish, you are on the side of her boyfriend, who I believe, Steph, is the boyfriend here as well. Yeah. What's his oh, name? But I'm What's his, his name? Side. What? His name. Okay, so you are Dan, sweaty, Dan, the sweaty Dan. man. Ben and Nish, you are on Dan's side. So you've got a bit of time to cross-examine both of them. Why not? Uh, any questions from Tom's side or from Ben's side? Steph? Yeah? How sweaty on a scale of one to ten is, <laughs> is... Is he? Um, it's like a layer. A layer? Like a, film. Oh. Like a, a sort of film of sweat. Would I be correct in using the word sheen? Yeah, moist. Steph, describe the room. Describe the atmosphere in the Talk room. Talk us through the room. What, our bedroom? Yeah. Well, the... the, the... <laughs> Not like the skirting board. Like, describe the heat level in the room. I don't know. Normal. Warm. Put, it, put the heating on before we go to bed and then well, turn it off. Well, you... That's then you. Then turn it off. Turn it off. You're on her, you're on her, on her side. Oh, you're on right, her good, side. Good, good. Well done. Well done. What Nothing do better than wasting energy. <laughs> And an already temperate season. <laughs> do Clarkie and Nish have any questions for either Steph or I don't Dan? Think they need any. Uh, we're supposed to be defending Dan, right? Yeah. Steph, what's your fucking problem? No, no, no. wait, wait. <laughs> Dan, what do you what do you wear to bed, Dan? Maybe. Objection, relevance. <laughs> yeah, it's completely relevant. Carry on. Overruled. Uh, just a t-shirt and uh, boxers. All right. All right. Both, both a t-shirt and boxers. <laughs> boxers what? Gloves? No wonder you're sweaty. <laughs> Boom. <laughs> Steph, you're, you're already wearing, house. like, way more than any other panel. <laughs> yeah. uh, Steph, can I ask, are there kind of key problem areas? Mm. Mm. Are we talking back, sack, crack? <laughs> the sweaty valley. How would she how would she know how sweaty his crack was in the night? You just know. Um, Speaking as a prolific crack sweater. <laughs> it's like having a water feature. Some nights, some nights it's like a rainforest down there. It's absolutely unacceptable. It's like the butterfly house at Kew Gardens, isn't it? <laughs> With the emphasis heavily on the butt. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, in conclusion... Oh, wait, you should now answer the question. Um, yeah, I'd say chest and back. He's a very well-insulated man. What? Uh, what? You, what? what is that going on? Is he fat or hairy, hairy or both? Hairy. Hairy. Hairy man. Oh, wet hair. Yeah. A smell of wet hair. <laughs> Coming from two very hairy men. Um, <laughs> I'm actually going to stay silent on this one because I suddenly become incredibly self-conscious about the fact that I currently look like a 70s porn star. Yeah. <laughs> Literally no one knew Nish should take this top off. Well, yeah, Nish has put a jumper on. Yeah, yeah. 
Okay, so with, without further ado, I'm going to call upon John Robbins to begin the case for the prosecution. You have one minute, and your time begins now. Your Honour. Hello. <laughs> if a lady chooses to make the temperature of a bedroom inhospitable to all mankind... If a lady... Can I, and I just repeat the phrase at this point, lady... You can repeat because, it as many times as you like, you've got a minute. Because I don't want us to lose track of politeness here, or form. If a lady chooses to cater to her own temperature needs, no matter how ludicrous... John, John, John. <laughs> no, no. No, you will see my point. <laughs> I trust you, John. No matter how ludicrous her body temperature regulation system may be, it is her right, Your Honour, to remain a lady. <laughs> because if you want to live in a world where a lady cannot be a lady, then what hope have we got? A world full of crass men. And I think... That's your time, that's your time. <laughs> The trick is, make it about something else. That was about ladies. <laughs> so, uh, to open the defence, we call upon Mr Nish Kumar. You have one minute. And remember whose side you're on. I sort of feel like I could just repeat John's speech again. Yes. Okay. It was very good. Yeah, <laughs> Your time starts now. Your Honour. <laughs> if a lady... I'm not Margaret Thatcher. <laughs> If, uh, this this lady is not returning. <laughs> 30 seconds left, Nish. 30 seconds left. <laughs> I would like to draw the court's attention to the antics of the lawyers opposite and say, is this the kind of people you want... Is this the kind of people? Where do you get your degree? A polytechnic? I know you're urban. <laughs> uh, That's your time, I'm afraid. Uh, so we've had... Very compelling arguments from both sides. So Why has he still got his pants off? Dan and... Ste yeah, Tom did release the Kraken halfway through that. How By the way, I've never seen so many camera phones out yeah, during a podcast recording. Oh, there's two who were just zooming in on something. You'd have to zoom in quite a long way, I'm afraid. <laughs> Stop taking photos! Oh, man. Oh. Right, so I was going to ask Steph and Dan how they think it's going. How do you think it's going, guys? Legally, I feel the term is, I'm kind of fucked. <laughs> Uh, so, Tom, I think you're going to conclude the case for the prosecution. Remember, you are on Steph's side. Uh, something I said to John several times, but... There we go. Um, so, Tom, are you going to be doing this as yourself? Um, no, I'm going to do it as uh, the Southern Defence lawyer, Mr Fanshawe Standen. Fanshawe Standen, presiding and providing. Your minute or however long it takes begins around now. Ladies and gentlemen of the jury, <laughs> I see you there taking pictures with them dead cameras that I've heard so much about. They steal your soul. That's what I've been told anyway. Is he Native American? Now, ladies and gentlemen of the jury, we've heard a lot of fancy dem dare words from dem people over there. Perspiration, sweatage, effort juice. <laughs> 
me tell you something, ladies and gentlemen of the jury. Them, them, them fellas there from the big city. They ain't ever bought cattle like me and you have. <laughs> Hell, yeah, you know that laugh there. That be a laugh of recognition. Hell, head down to that cattle farm. See a nice big fat cow there. Hell, sweaty lady. Heaven to Betsy. Easy money. Seven to ten. Straight on the dollar. Y'all know as well as I do down there at the cattle farm, hell, ain't gonna buy no sweaty sow. Gonna buy the hairy kind. It's like Willie Nelson's just dropped a tab of acid. <laughs> hell, we got a little lady there bought herself a sweaty sow. What's she gonna do? Take him out to pasture? <laughs> We'd all do the same. Defense rests, Your Honor. <laughs> Cranshaw standing there. And to conclude the case for the defence, I call, and by the way, effort juice is what I'm going to call sweat from now on. Incredible stuff. I call effort juice something very Okay, different. yes, well, let's hear all about it as you uh, conclude the case for the defence, uh, Ben Clark. Uh, what's up? Uh, yeah. What's up? <laughs> oh, it's What's up? He's not really. Um, this podcast um, is sponsored by Budweiser. What's up? Just doing you a little favour there, guys. Getting you a little corporate sponsorship. Cheers, buddy. Separate beds. The defence rests. <laughs> <laughs> so, obviously, I am unprepared to make the decision myself as... I mean, there is no decision. So I'm going to call. I'm going to call upon our Phoenix audience. Uh, if you believe that John and Fanshawe, and therefore Steph, is in the right, applaud now. Hey! <laughs> uh -huh. If you think Nish and Ben made the better case, applaud now. Hey! Sorry about that, Steph. Well done, Dan. Well, it's nearly time for us to go for a lie down in an unmade bed for 45 minutes while we listen to the quickfire jingle. So let's see what Tom and Ben have come up with for us this week. Tellest led to the quickfire Son rond qui va très rapidement C'est que i est bizarre que son got until long introduction. I haven't got a clue. Kell and long introduction. French? Oui, monsieur. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Det er kvik fejrund. Sin runden som gom var veldig raskt. Som er merkelig et dikt fik sa lang introduksjon. Salon Duke introduction. No, it's Norwegian. Oh my god. <laughs> Esta es la ronda quick fire. <laughs> 
sulla ronda chi va muy rápido que es extraño que se tiene una larga introducción como ¿Dónde es la playa? La playa a la derecha Bebo un bocadillo de jamón Well now that we've done all the countries <laughs> it's time for us to get on with the quick fire international i mean the fact that that represents the quick fire round is astounding <laughs> That is exactly what the joke is, uh, John. Well, 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 sorry. First time listener, first time guest. Yes. Yeah, yeah. nice. Okay. So, of course, in this quickfire round, all the questions Ooh. will. Oops. Zeshi gongs to the quickfire loon. Tada quing chuan zendo kwai Zeshi kwigai te de de lu Zem zang de Daniel Sam I can't apologise enough You're right, Clark, it was uncomfortable, wasn't it? Yeah, <laughs> really? In this quickfire round, all the questions will be bed-based. If you think you have the right answer, shout out your first name. Tom and John, let's hear that now. John. Tom. Nice. Benish. Let's hear it. Beige. Oh, synchronicity. Off we go. What do you call a slumbering ass? Ben. Which is also the correct answer, yes. It's actually sleeping booty. What happens when you frighten a bed? It, John. John. It shits itself. It's not bad. It cheats itself. It cheats. It cheats itself. There we go. Uh, what is the wettest place to sleep? Uh, Tom. Tom. Uh, Ben's bed. It is indeed Ben's. Because he wets, Dan's he wets bed. the bed. What do you call a sleepover in the forest? A wood bed, John. John, a wood bed. <laughs> a bed of wood. Getting wood in a bed. It's actually a lumber party. Uh, what's, what's the slogan for a sleepover in the forest? John, oh, uh, John. Well, let's get wood in our bed. <laughs> I'm going to give you half a point. It's actually let sleeping logs lie. Uh, oh what Nottingham-based uh, punk duo are always napping? Ben. Oh, sleep, ben. Sleepford. Sleepford mods. The Sleepford, Sleepford mods. mods. I would also accept the Sleepford nods. Uh, why do I keep falling asleep whilst watching that Pablo Escobar drama on Netflix? Tom. Tom. It's boring. Oh. <laughs> ben. Slam. Because you've got narcolepsy. Narcolepsy, oh. yes. What do you call a really sexy bed stuck to a wall? John. John. A bed I've just done it with. Oh. I'm going to give you half a point for that. It was actually a four-poster bed. Um, oh. Jesus Christ. What do you call sexy bedtime conversations about rice? I'm going to give you half a point each there. Uncle Ben's sexy chat. 
two points to Nish. Why did the man... Why did the man with the nervous twitch fall asleep? Because he was... Uh, you didn't say your name! I haven't given an answer yet. I was floundering. When I've come up with an answer, I'll say my name. John. Tourette's. Tourette's beds. Tourette's beds is your answer. Yeah. Tourette's beds. Final answer. It's uh, the correct answer. It's Tourette's. No, it, of course it's not. He was having 40 winks. Uh, what, what Tim Burton movie is like greeting someone when you are half awake? Alice in Slumberland. John, Alice in Slumberland. Ha Alice means hello in <laughs> no, Dutch. No, no. Not, uh, Nish! Nish? Sleepy hello! Sleepy hello! <laughs> well, that is the end of the quickfire round, which means we have a winner. So let's put this show to bed. Producer Ben, what are the final scores? He's got the face of a man who knows he has to edit this shit. <laughs> The scores are one team has 26, one team has 29 and a half. The winners are Ben and Nish! So Tom and John have to make the bed while Ben and Nish get to spend a night in it with me. Thanks to our guest John Roberts and Nish Kumar. We've been Pappy. See you next time on Flatshare Slamdown! Pappy's Flatshare Slamdown featuring Matthew Boston, Ben Gardner, Tom Pyro, special guest Nish Kumar, and John Roberts. Ben Walker. Big thanks to everyone who came down to see the recording. To the good folks who do the right thing. To Natasha Caffrey, Katie Story, and Imogen Seba for helping out. To Orange Park and British Comedy Guide and the Phoenix Club for having us. Happy's Flash Air Slamdown is a fun production for the British Comedy Guide and the internet. Cheers, everyone. Bye!